So Hubs isn't a Furby anymore. What do you mean? He had his first haircut in four months. Oh, thank Christ. And do you know what? What? He's never looked better. I know. And now he's back at the office and yep. this morning he left in his suit with his new haircut and I was oh. like, don't you be looking that good going into the office. Nice. I was annoyed. It's so interesting. Like if you're a man in Sydney and you haven't had your haircut yet, it's like, oof, mate, you all right? Do you know what I mean? Like you've had three weeks. Yeah, 100p. Like it's starting to be like there's two types of people, you know? Organised and disorganised. Yeah, <laughs> it's like people who've got their shit together and people who don't. Yeah, they were all starting to look a little cray-cray. Yeah, he really was. Yeah. And now he looks sharp. And I was like, damn, damn Jessica. <laughs> what a glow up. It's so easy for them. They get one thing done and it's like, woofed. Seriously. Whack on a suit. Off you go. Off you go, hot stuff. I know. Keep that wedding ring on. <laughs> he did threaten. He was like, I'm going to take it off. Oh. He's like, because you haven't worn a wedding ring in three years. Well, I was like, touche, motherfucker. That's because he put a baby in you that made your hands balloon to the size of the Michelin man. Should we get into the episode? Yep. Let's do it. A one, a two. We have a thousand things to do, but we'd rather chat to you. With emails and meetings and husbands and kids, we don't have time for this. Just what you need to basic bitches with a podcast. Hello and welcome to We Don't Have Time For This. I'm your host, Gemma Pranita, a.k.a. Gemma Peanut on the gram, along with my co-host, Revzy. Hello, Revzy. <laughs> like a bit ghosty? Bit, oh no, we'll, it'll be past Halloween when this comes out. It will be. Revzy. <laughs> Let's be a really not on the pulse podcast and talk about Halloween anyway, because uh, I have some thoughts on this. Talk to me. I have a three-year-old now. Yes. She's Chloe. Yeah. So I'm having a lot of firsts yes. as a parent. One of them is Rafa saying, mummy, can we decorate our house in Halloween? you got to stamp that shit out straight away. Oh. Oh, you no, you've said yes. Uh, to be honest, Revs. I'm kind of shocked by your answer being like, <laughs> you need to snap that out. Because I was a bit like, oh, yay, she gets it. Let's go all out. Oh, okay. Yep, that's one way to go. You have set a precedent. Now you're going to have to do Christmas lights. You realize yep. that? Yep. Yep. Okay. Fine. Yep. Here for it. Okay. Anyway, went to Big W to yep. go get some Halloween stuff. Shelves cleared. I'm oh, too yeah. late. Yeah. I've missed the boat. It's already Thursday. Well, I didn't know this. This is all new to me. <laughs> then went to Kmart. Very excited that Kmart has now opened in the northern beaches. Yep. Next minute, shelves cleared. Oh. All that was left were like the straggly shit things that no one wants. Yep. The naftastic stuff. Mm-hmm. You've really got to get your Halloween shopping done in, say, August. That's a joke. It's a big joke. It's Dick. I'm not here for that. Okay. I'm a last minute Lavinia, as we know. <laughs> so where did you end up? Reject store for the win. Yeah, nice. The good old reject store. Did you get some pumpkin buckets? I did. Skeleton dingle dangles? Yeah, like a garland of Ooh. skulls. Skull garland! <laughs> yes! Oh, for someone who hates landfill, clutter, things not in her palette, this is off brand for you. Well, hear me out. Okay. I've invested. Oh, God. This is Halloween stuff to be used for many years to come. <laughs> sure. So it'll be landfill in like 15 years when I'm done with it. Okay. Yeah, I'm, sure it will. I'm committed. So you're going to pack all this in a way in a box marked Halloween. Yep. That you're going to store. Yep, Tupperware. Every year you're going to bust it out. Use my Dynamo labeler. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. It'll live in under Are you the you okay, stairs. babe? <laughs> 
<laughs> you really live in life. <laughs> Do you know what? I'm such a contradiction because here I am selling Halloween decorations where, let's be honest, Aussies, we're phonies yeah. when it comes to Halloween. We're tourists. We're yeah. not like the US peeps where they're like, oh, no, this is in our blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're like wannabes of the US, so we half-ass it. Yeah. So I'm sitting here declaring that I'm going all out for Halloween this year. When I say all out, I mean the Aussie half-ass version. Yeah, Okay. And yet, if you even try to get me to entertain the idea of Elf on the Shelf, <laughs> I'm like, denied. Fuck off, not interested, go away. I was about to say, we got to start gearing up for Christmas soon and are you going to do it this year? So that's a no. My girlfriend Simone mm-hmm. bought Rafa an elf on the shelf. Oh, no. Which I'm a bit upset about. Oh, man. Because she saw one in the shops and went, oh, I'll do it. I'll do elf in the shelf this year for my daughter. Oh, do you know who else would love that? Oh, my God. Rafa. No, Simone. No, Simone. <laughs> that's a hard no from me. I, I just feel like it's a life sentence that yep. I do not want. Yep. I'm not subscribing to it. But then there are people on Instagram that just get deep into my soul of guilt and say shit like, is it so terrible to make Christmas that magical for your kids (laughs) just for six to eight years? Well, they're true believers, you know? And then I go, Nothing so gets true. you like a reframe like that. As soon as someone says, it's only five, six years, you're like, oh, I'm in. I'm all in. Yeah, it's nothing, mm. right? It makes me want to stop working when people say that. Mm. Really, your kids are only kids for a decade. Then I go, oh, a decade? I've missed half already. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nah, they're a life sentence. Speaking of a life sentence. Okay. Here's the question. Okay. Are you going to do Elf on the Shelf? And now that you're in split (sighs) households with your kids, Mm -hmm. how are you going to navigate it this year? Well, this is a first for me as well. I do realise we're wasting all of our Christmas chat in November when we should be saving this for the content in December. Dude, we've got to get prepared. It's mere weeks away now. Is it though? Yeah, we're in November. It's like four... to six weeks away. You're not wrong. Mamas, saddle up. It's the best fucking time of year for behavior. The other day I bust out, if you do that, Santa is not going to come. Instant results. I love this time of year for that. As discussed last year, yeah, nearing Christmas, it's the best time of year for bribery. It's the best time of year to get your parental point across. However, yes, for our family, this year is a first. It's mm-hmm. our first separated households Christmas. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm kind of ostriching head in the sand about all that yep in denial in denial don't know what we're gonna do don't know what we're gonna be happy holidays (laughs) question yes does your seven-year-old still fully believe in elf on the shelf or is she no skeppy no she's like why do they sell them in the shops if you have to ride away to get like she's all over it she's like the story doesn't check and that's the thing because it's a giant retail con Mm-hmm. It kind of ruins the Okay, ma- that's, that's... But it is! I know, but when you frame it like that, it just kills all the fun. Kids aren't like, well, my mum says it's a retail con, so I'm not going to believe in it. I would rather do nothing. <laughs> no, but they are! Because Isla's no, like... I get it. <laughs> They're not idiots. Isla's like, how come you can buy them in the newsagents and at the mall or whatever? Aren't they special? Didn't they come from the North Pole? Don't you have to ride away for them? Are you just going to drink a Powerade on the podcast? Are you Sorry, for real? I know. This is not an ASMR YouTube channel. <laughs> Rain that shit in. I got thirsty. Anyway, back to Elf on the Shelf. They smell it a mile off. I think she doesn't really believe in Santa anymore. I'm pretty sure it's just going along with it for the gifts. Of course, she's not going to tell you that. Yeah, she's no fool. Anyway, so am I going to do Elf on the Shelf this year? Probably because, you know, I've got like separation mum guilt and I'll do anything 
as a quick fix to make my kids happy. But also, you do have a four-year-old. Yeah. And he deserves the spirit of Christmas. My four-year-old has one spirit, and that is capitalism. <laughs> consumer, and consumer, consumer. He only cares about his Christmas list and how much of it is going to be under the tree. He's a diabolical nightmare at the <laughs> moment in terms of this. And I'm hoping this is the last Christmas where he's just like, stop, fucking stop, yeah! <laughs> I'm hoping by the time he's five next year... He'll have mellowed a little bit and be into books or something. That's what happened with Isla. Wishful thinking, I yeah. know. <laughs> Do you know what I don't have time for? What don't you have time for, darling? I, I don't have time for adulting. Oh, <laughs> preach. Oh, I just, I still feel 21 mm-hmm. mentally, mm-hmm. just with a shitload more responsibility. And a lot more dynamo labelers. Correct. I knew looking ahead into the future as a 21-year-old that the unlikely chance that there would be like an adult switch that gets flicked and mm-hmm. I'm like, suddenly I'm grown up and I'm on top of my shit. Mm-hmm. We all know the adulting side that sucks is bills and just being a grown up and having a mortgage or whatever. Fucking Just tax returns. All of that shit. Centrelink bullshit. Your my gov asshole jerk face. Yeah, all of it. Can you tell I feel you this week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know when you just spend hours on the phone yeah. doing admin? Yeah. Hate it. Now, as a 35-year-old, I do feel like I need to preface this by saying this is a champagne problem. I love it. Okay? Yep. It is. Mm-hmm. We are in a very fortunate position to have a swimming pool. Yes. We have tread, tread lightly peanut. <laughs> What's wrong with your swimming pool? <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I realize. Okay. I just have to be, I have to be honest. You have to, you have to show up as your authentic self. <laughs> and you. your authentic self has a pool. Fuck you. Hit us. Well, now I feel. No, like... come on, hit us. Now I'm, I'm just teasing. Okay. We want to redo our pool area. Now, our pool area is not big. Yeah. It's not a big backyard. It's literally pool with a little perimeter of tiles and then fence. Yep. We want to redo the area because at the moment it's not functional. It's the classic thing where we are convinced that the previous owners did what every other home builder has done before us, which is spend all of the money on the frontage, the house, and then they get to the back area and they're like, oh, we've run out of cash. Let's just do a botch job. (laughs) And that's exactly what's happened where they laid tiles on soil. It's all undulating. So it's a massive trip hazard for the kids around the pool. Plus plants are growing through the tiles. Excellent. (laughs) So it needs a concrete pour and we just want to, make it more durable long term because we want to live here for a while you don't want an end of days pool situation correct (laughs) and it's heading that way that's how dodgily done it is so been getting quotes oh fun I feel stupid and naive (laughs) about the cost of landscaping yeah it's nuts and do you know what? I'm mad at Channel 9. Oh, the block? Yep. Okay. For our overseas DLs, there's a show, hugely popular show in Australia called The Block. I'm not going to explain it to you in detail, but it's a, co- a house building competition. It's essentially British Bake Off with the renovating a house. As I am sitting watching The Block, they happen to be on the episode where they're doing the outdoor backyard. The landscaping. The landscaping. And simultaneously, as I'm watching The Block, and by the way, on this particular episode they were like backyard landscaping budget 
$38,000. You know, so I'm like learning about the cost of things Uh on the block. Okay. But on the block, they have hundreds of thousands of dollars of deals, like contra deals with brands, like Bunnings come and do all the fucking excavating. And then they have beacon lighting. It puts all the lights in and they've got vouchers to fucking freedom and shit. Hence my comment about feeling naive and stupid. Okay. So you thought your pool area was going to cost like 30 grand. It's not nothing. No. That is a significant amount. Anyway, on the block, Huge backyard, huge pool, like craning in trees, fire pit, <laughs> yeah. fucking undercover patio area with a pizza oven, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, budget, 38000 And mm-hmm. I went, oh, well, then ours is nowhere near the size of that. <laughs> Next minute, ding, ding, I get an email. Don't know what that noise is. <laughs> the trains are coming. <laughs> the, tra- the quote trains arrive. Actually, it's funny that you say that because when I do get an email, it does make a train sound. <laughs> yeah. That's it. It's whoo. And then when I send an email, it's a plane taking off. It goes whoosh. I mean, that just doesn't make sense. Yes, it does. You send your emails by plane and they arrive by train? Why not? All right. Anyway, continue. <laughs> We're off track. We are. Pun intended. <laughs> so I open up this email. It's the quote. Okay. From my landscaper. Always fun. I was shook. Oh, my God. I was embarrassed because I, <laughs> oh, Oh no. Like we we can no not even slightly afford this. You know, and it was one of those How things, much was it? Well, I won't say, but let's just say it was north of a hundred K. Yeah. And we already have a pool. So it's not like I'm asking for a pool to be built. Oh I God. just want to change the tiles around the pool and put some seating in yeah. and an outdoor shower. And just a cheeky little pizza oven. And a che- and a cheeky little look. <laughs> We're not like changing the footprint of the pool. Yeah. We're not resurfacing the pool. No. Like none of that. So I was shook. Yeah. But then, but then, <laughs> what I've realized is through COVID, every woman, man, family and their dog are doing renos. Totally. I get it. Trades are busy. Yeah. They're in demand. Yeah. There is no shortage of work no. for tradies. I really feel that this person who we got a quote from did a classic, I don't really want this job tax oh, right. situation. Were they just difficult? No, it wasn't difficult, but I just think <laughs> I just think they've got jobs coming out of yeah, their yeah, they fucking don't need pause uh-huh. that he's like, you know what? I'm going to chuck a I don't want this job tax on it, yeah. charge through the nose, yeah. and if this dumb bitch takes it... <laughs> The job's worth it to me. Totally. And if she doesn't, zero fucks given. Okay. I used to do that when I had a wedding business. Mm -hmm. If a bride was just horrible, I was like... You smelt bridezilla vibes? If I smelt bridezilla or groomzilla, I was like, I'm whacking a tax on this because this is going to be a nightmare headache. Yeah. And if they take it, great. I'll take the money. And if they don't, see ya. Yeah. Go to someone else. Go make their life hell. See, I like to think that I didn't come across well, that that's way. That's why I'm asking. Were you difficult? I, I was just <laughs> very clear on my vision. Ah, I see. But, okay, hold She's up. Like, okay, revs, 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 revs. <laughs> Before you challenge me, I'm going to challenge you. <gasps> when you had a bride come uh-huh. and ask you to design invitations, yeah. would you prefer a bride that was like, this is exactly what I want. Here's my mood board. Here's my inspo. I've even done a really crappy diagram style Mm -hmm. but obviously trust you as an expert and welcome all your ideas red flag or hold up (laughs) would you prefer a bride that's like i really don't know what i want i I don't know what i want but not that okay not that voice of the one that (laughs) she wanted like she was a real punish but i'm telling you the one who doesn't know what she wants is going to be so delighted with what i put in front of her the one who sees it already in their brain can only be disappointed 
I never saw it from that perspective. And actually, now that I've sat and thought about it, yeah. I think you might be right. And I could smell that bride who was like, hi, I'm not really into weddings that much, but here is my extensive portfolio brief on exactly what I want. And I was like, you are going to be impossible to please. You're going to have to pay me $1 million to be involved in your wedding because it's going to suck hairy ass. And it's never worth the time. You always have to give so much more time to the customer who's like very specific. Okay. You have worked with me mm-hmm. as a client yes. many times. Yeah. And on- when you come to me, you're always like, I trust you, Revzy. You do your thing. I'm just sitting here. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Different- and then I basically approve everything you sent me. Yeah. So different side of Chummy. Okay. All right. All right. I sit you- corrected. Next time you're getting someone around for a quote, maybe don't bust out the drawing unless you feel they really need it. Imagine someone came to you and was like, I want you to shoot these photos for me. I've just done a little drawing of how I'd like the photos to look. You'd be like, oh my God, red flag. Okay. <laughs> Am I reframing this for you? Yeah, you are. Okay. 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 I see the error of my ways. I even did a little hand drawing. <laughs> no, she was so generous. But, but they got excited when I... Like, they were like, oh, that really helps us, quote unquote. They were like, great, if you've got a drawing, that helps us get on the same page about your vision. That's what he said. All right, well, maybe I've read the situation wrong, but I'm just saying maybe he sniffed a little red flag there. Look, my whole point of what I don't have time for is that I feel naive and stupid. I did not anticipate landscaping to be such an enormous expense. I now understand why homes that get built end up throwing the pathetic end of the budget or the dregs of the budget towards landscaping yes because it's a huge job it's huge and also it's really what brings it all home you oh, know don't say that because like, we, we cannot afford that quote yeah like we just can't he's gonna have to sit on that for a while it's like nosebleed worthy that I price know, i know we did some very light landscaping in our old place and you know it all died within a year <gasps> i know no. yeah yeah, that's terrible. That's th- that's what you're paying them for is their expertise and what plants will survive what I know, areas. but you still do have to like water them and shit. We are we had a little <laughs> well then that's on you. Rez. I know, I know. We had to, we had a little sprinkler system put in or whatever and I was like, "Great, so that'll do it. It'll just water them. I don't have to do anything." He's like, "Uh, no, they're in full sun. You're going to have to, you know, look after them." I was like, "All right, cool." And then, you know, life. Who's got time? Who knows when to do it? Dude, if I spent north of 100k. Well, I didn't spend north of 100k. Sure, but if I spent whatever, tens of thousands, it's still significant. I know. I would still water it because I've spent my money on it. I know. So, shame on you. (laughs) (laughs) This really took a turn. (laughs) It did. I felt victimised before, so I'm just trying to throw it back onto you. Oh, my God. Well, yes, landscaping is very, very expensive, and it is, uh, (laughs) to summarise, a shock. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Brutal shock. Do you know what I don't have time for? What don't you have time for? My incredible, hot, interesting, fun mum. Yeah. Being single. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree. She's going to die with what I'm about to do. God, I thought that was going somewhere else. (laughs) She's going to die. And that pause was very problematic. She shouldn't be single. (laughs) (laughs) Can you say that again without the pause? Should I start this whole segment again? Oh, my God. Yeah, go on. Let's do it again. She's going to die that I am bringing her up on the podcast at all. Gotcha. She's going to die with what I'm about to propose. Propose away. Dear listeners, I need your help. My mum can't go on Tinder. She's too good for fucking Tinder. She is so gorgeous, energetic, fit, 
interesting, has so many interests, is a total smoke show, right? Hunji P. She should not be sitting on the shelf single in the prime of her life. Agreed. So DLs, do you have a matching dad out there who's awesome and fun and interesting and interested? But must be single. Yeah, we'll get to what he must be in a minute, Mary Poppins. (laughs) (laughs) But do you have a matching dad for my amazing mum? She's hetero. She likes men. We've got to find her a boyfriend. I couldn't agree more. She's going to kill me, by the way. But she won't kill me when she has this perfect, beautiful boyfriend who's also sitting on ice somewhere out there who she's never going to find on Hinge or whatever. So wait. Is she on the apps? She's on some of the apps and we got drunk the other night, me and my sister and mum, and we were like going through them and like there's not top shelf blokes on there, okay? okay? And I guess everyone has the same experience on the apps. Doesn't matter what age you are, you're like, all right, all right, I'll do it. I'll get on there. I'll put myself out there. And you start flicking through and you're like, oh, it's dire. Yeah. It's so dire. (laughs) Imagine doing that in your 60s. I can't. When most people are on their second, third marriage, whatever, there's not a lot of single guys out there. There's a lot of single women, but not a lot of single dudes. Yeah, it's slim pickings. Slim fucking pickings. And I don't think she should go on a date with Frank, who lives on a boat. No. You know? No, 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 no. Your mum needs more than Frank. Frank on a boat is not good enough for my mum. This is the thing. Your mum is too good for a lot of people. That's <laughs> hang on, hang on. We're not selling this right. Okay. I'm just being honest. <laughs> She's great. It's Jan. It's Jenny. I find her intimidating with just how full of pizzazz and wonderfulness and cult. She's so cultured. Yeah, she's a real She catch. knows a lot of shit. Yeah, she's a good time. Yeah, but it's intimidating. So, let's Mary Poppins this. Stop. <laughs> Quick question. Yes. Obvious question, but yep. still needs to be asked. Yes. Does she actually want someone? Because some people are okay being single, but they feel pressured by everyone else, i.e. their two daughters, Mm -hmm. being like, you need a partner. Yes. That they then do it for the sake of doing it, but maybe it's not actually what they want. Here's another thing that makes her fucking great. She doesn't need someone. No. She's very self-sufficient. She has a rich, full life going on. That wasn't my question, though. But I think she would like someone. Okay. Wouldn't we all like our matching person to do life with? I would. Yeah. I mean, I have. (laughs) uh, (laughs) (laughs) No, but I mean, if I was single at that age, I would like a companion. Life is But not everyone does. Not everyone does. You're right. I think mum will be like, no, I'm good. I'm fine. I think she'd love to meet a great guy Mm. and so what I want to do is I want to put to her a few great options yeah okay I'm I'm calling for submissions all right the criteria first of all I want to tell you about Jenny yeah let's start with Jenny be good before you even know if your beautiful dad is right for my beautiful mum or your uncle or your mate or whatever your brother no weird uncles though no fucking weird uncles no weird uncle no boat franks okay we don't want any franks who live on boats in weird harbors up north (laughs) okay what weird harbors I found this dude okay you can probably tell Frank is very specific. He's triggered you. He put his sunnies on his bald head. It's not okay. What's wrong with that? Nothing's wrong with baldness. We're I not know, I was excluding say, you're, you're excluding a lot of men. No, it's like, was the particular kind of sunnies, you know what? They're like gas station sunnies oh, on no. a bald head. Are they like rainbow lenses? Yes. Didn't go well with the living on the boat thing. Shame. Okay. Yeah. yeah. They're what? more like cyclers glasses. It was all stacking up to be not for mum. Okay. <laughs> okay. Got it. Let me tell you about Jenny. Because it's like an app, I'll start with what she looks like. But this is not the measure of her, but she's an absolute babe. She is. She's a pocket rocket. She is. She's, she's a tiny petite. little thing. Yeah. Tiny little thing with this like bouncy, beautiful. 
beautiful blonde bob. She's got amazing hair. She's got really cool personal style. She's chic as hell. She's chic as all hell. But effortlessly chic. Effortlessly chic. She's not trying too hard. No. She doesn't wear a ton of makeup or have any... jewelry. She's not a bling queen. She's not blinged out. She hasn't done a fuck ton of shit to her face. I would say that she's kind of almost Parisian in her pared back elegance. Yeah, I agree. She's got a refined elegance. Yeah. Who would you say would play her in a movie? Diane Keaton in The Second Father of the Bride. Oh, my God. Totally. Yeah. Or like a younger Jane Fonda. Yes. Like really, really put together, but like sassy and a bit fun. Yes. Yeah? Yep. She's always rocking like a little mule, a little shift dress, cute crossbody bag. Yep. Fun lippy. But like not a lot. She's not like intimidatingly fancy. No. God, no. She's very approachable. I mean, she's not my mum. Yeah. But one thing I know about your mum is she loves long walks outdoors. She loves outdoors. Yeah. She's a beach gal. She's a beach gal. She's outdoorsy. She walks twice a day, yep. every day. She has a beautiful Labrador dog that she inherited from your sister. That's another story, but she loves dogs. That's like a thing, like must love dogs. <laughs> she loves dogs. She Her interests are far-ranging, but she's a guide at the Art Gallery of New South Wales. Again, sexy. Sexy. She knows her classical and contemporary artists. I was going to say, my favourite thing about your mum is she is such an accomplished violinist. Yes, she also is a violinist. She was a music teacher in a former life. So she has a, she has a big cultural life. She loves going to the Sydney Symphony or going to a gallery, seeing an interesting exhibition. You know what we're going to have to do? What? We're going to have to get Jan on the potty. We're definitely going to have to get Jan, Jan on the potty. But you need to come on, Jan. You do. But let me keep pimping her out. Yeah, keep doing it. I would say her leisure time, she likes, she would She would like restaurants and things, but she's not like a I need to be wined and dined kind of person. She's probably like a let's have two friends over for dinner and cook something delicious and sit on the back deck and drink a nice bottle of wine and kind have of girl. good chat, yo. Good chat. She's, she loves to laugh. Like she's not, doesn't take anything too seriously. I think the perfect man for her would make her laugh a lot, would be a bit cheeky, a bit silly. But also a grown up. <laughs> yeah. She can be quite pragmatic. This is the thing about Jan as well, is that she's fiercely independent. Yes. I know you already said this. She doesn't need a man. She's a hardcore feminist. She just does not need no. anyone to save her or no. look after her no. or rescue her. Like none of that. She just needs her equal, to be honest. Yes. And that means a man who's got his own shit together. Got his own life going on. Yeah. But just wants someone to hang out with. Yeah. And have those little intimate text back and forth yeah and like take her on a nice dinner go for a walk cute you know, share a bottle of wine cute get share a seafood platter cute you know that's what i would like for her um yeah she's not going to be washing anyone's fucking socks no you know? so here's a thought yes rdls come from all over australia yeah. and then there's a big chunk overseas as well yeah do they need to be sydney based yeah, I think ideally. I mean, I don't want her to move away or have to make someone else move. I, I guess city, but you know, I'm open. Let's take submissions. You yep. never know. Maybe it would be a nice trip to Melbourne every now and then. Aww. That could be nice. Yes. Go see a little cute boyfriend in Melbourne for a weekend. Your pen pal. Go, go visit your pen pal in Radelaide for the <laughs> festival. <you know? laughs> These are some things mum might like. I mean, ideally, yeah, they live in like her suburb. Yes. <laughs> but if they don't, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Love it. What do you think we need in this bloke? I think he's got to love the outdoors. Oh, Got to be a bit out. Not like he doesn't have to climb fucking mountains. But I do feel like this is a trait of most Australians. 
True. Like Aussies, generally speaking, are outdoorsy people. Yeah. And we and are. It's not a personality to like the outdoors. I know, I know, but you saying that they need to like the outdoors, there's varying degrees of that, right? Yeah. There's people who've, like my stepdad, yeah. who every second of every day is out either windsurfing, stand up paddle boarding, yeah. dirt bike riding. Yeah, it's like, aggressive. To be honest, if you just say, oh, anyone who likes walking, I feel like that's most people in their 60s. Do you know what would put her off, though? What? If you were like a slow poke, if you were slow and you wouldn't walk to her pace, that would piss her off. You've got to be a little bit fit, I think. Yeah, but also, Jan, you need to meet people halfway. No, nah, she wouldn't be able to do it. She, he, This could be Prince Charming. And she's like, but he walks too slow. This is what I mean about her high standards holding <laughs> her back. No, we've got this. We've got this. Anyway, someone who would like to keep pace with Janny on her walk by the ocean. I would like a guy for her who just wants to spoil her. Yeah. With affection. And quality time. Yeah. Someone who's be nice. thoughtful. Yes, thoughtful. You know? Very important. Yeah. Someone with some love to give. Yes. But don't smother her. <laughs> oh, God. We're Mr. Impossible, where are you? Why haven't you shown up yet? Gee, I wonder why. <laughs> no, there are people out there. There's a pot for every lid. There'll be a reason why they haven't met till now. Yeah, I think you put it best when you said someone who's got their own life who might want to find someone to spend some lovely leisure time with. Do you know what we haven't mentioned? What? Is how much Jani loves to travel. <gasps> she loves to travel. Loves to travel. Yes. Loves a museum. Loves different walks. Yeah. She She's like, culturally curious. She's very culturally curious. She'll often plan a trip around a cultural event. Yes. Like a festival or a... She's a bit adventurous. Yeah. Really? To, to a point. She did that epic trek in Africa. I know. Yes, that was... Where we I were, was like, damn, Jan. We were all a bit damn, Jan, about that. That was amazing. But was that a bit of a life crisis where it's like, throw caution to the wind. Who cares if I get eaten by a rhino? <laughs> <laughs> I've had a good run. <laughs> Look, she's just a good time. You'd be incredibly proud to have on your arm, if that's a thing. You know, it's it matters having good step-parents. It does. I've been very lucky where both my mum and dad, they separated when I was eight, and they both are still with mm. the next person they met yeah. from when they separated. So my stepdad and my stepmom have been in my life since I was 10. Oh, amazing. And have been there forever and it's important because I know that some people really clash yeah. with their step parents yeah. and that is a tough and very complicated relationship because mm. you can feel very possessive over your parent mm-hmm. and the fact that Jan is someone you'd be proud to call your stepmom or, or whatever your dad's like girlfriend. That's, yeah your dad's girlfriend stepmom's you know maybe a bit much maybe but- rushing it a little bit <laughs> But I think that's that in itself speaks volumes. Here's the thing. If you have this lovely dad out there and you think, I reckon me and Revsy could be sisters, stepsisters. All right. But it might be a good indication of how we would all get along at a family hang. Yeah, I can see the value in that. You know? So, Revsy, yeah. tell the DLs. Yes best way to contact you okay i'm accepting submissions i guess dm me on instagram i would say dm's probably best yeah send me a photo and a little blurb about your fantastic dad uncle friend their location their location what is this age sex location is yep. that the thing you used to ask yep. on what was it icq yeah don't need their star sign no don't need their star sign just tell, tell me a little bit about them submit them sell them to me but also in the reverse i feel like you need a photo of jenny oh okay i yeah. can do that 
I can do that. Because if they're going to do the work and float the idea with their parent, uncle, whoever, yep. you know, a little photo goes right. a long way, I think. Okay. I will put up on the, we don't have time for this, Insty. Your mom's going to kill <laughs> us. Gonna She's going to fucking kill us. She's going to murder us. <laughs> How about you don't put a photo up of your mum? If I think we've got some winners, I'll send back a photo. Yeah, great. How about that? Yeah, I think that's fine. I don't think we need to publicly like sell no, no, mum no. on the no, internet. No. We're not here to pimp her out, like actually pimp Doesn't her out. Doesn't feel quite right. feels like a line might be crossed here. Yeah. <laughs> Am I about to get disowned? <laughs> I just think there's this beautiful, incredible woman with a lot of love to give, with a beautiful family and a life she's built that is there to be shared and enjoyed yeah. for her. Yeah. I really think it would like bring another dimension to her already full and interesting life to meet a beautiful man. Is there another side of the coin here where you're kind of trying to get your mum off your back? <laughs> where you're no. like, where you're like, the truth of the matter is I need her to have a man <laughs> no. so that she gets off my back. I've heard of these, these dynamics, but no, that is not the situation here. I think it would be lovely if someone romanced Jenny B. Slide on in at Kate Revs. Just send it to me directly. Gem doesn't need to be sifting through applications. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Bugger that. I want in on this. I feel like I should have half say of approval. I know your mum. I've known her forever. How about this? I'll take the first round and then I'll bring a short list to you and you oh, can help me Oh, I like the decide. sound of that. Yeah, you like that. Yeah, you yeah. like an executive summary. Yeah, yeah I yeah. do. I do. Footnotes, please. So at Kate Revs, one word, DM me your beautiful men. Your propositions. I will say that I think they need to be over 50. Oh, I thought people would assume that. Well, you, you never know. There might be some guys in their 40s who are like, a woman in her 60s? Oh, yeah. None of that, please. Over 50. Yep. Over 50s only. No sunnies on heads, please. That's aggressive. It's somewhere I draw a line. I just I draw a line at the sunnies on the head. Fine. Okay. Slide on in. And what about you, Revzy? Are you on the apps? No. Why not? Because I'm focusing all my attention on finding my mum a beautiful boyfriend. Oh, it's just that you don't want to confront the reality of your situation, so you found yourself a side project. There we go. Perfect. <laughs> That's exactly what's not going on here. <laughs> no, I'm not on the apps. We went out for a girls' lunch on Saturday, and we got a bit silly, and a mutual friend of ours was like, let's get your Hinge account set up. And we started, and we started going through the selfies and started like building this profile, and I was like, I cannot do this. I'm not there yet. Yeah, you're not ready. I'm not there yet. First of all, you need five images. Really? Yeah. As a minimum? How do you make them different? Like, all my selfies are the same. I do think there is an art yeah. to nailing this app. Yeah. My husband, once upon a before me time, <laughs> yes. he was on Tinder. Okay. But you only need one image on Tinder, don't you? No, you don't. Oh. You, he had multiple. Okay. And he said there's a whole fucking game oh. to Tinder. And... Once you see it, you can't unsee it. Oh. There's like a like an algorithm okay. of how to win the most favours. Okay. And one of them is like, get a picture of you hugging your grandma. Oh my god. A picture of you holding a puppy. A puppy? A picture of you doing outdoor activity, okay. like supboarding sure. or in a rugby jersey <laughs> or in your running gear, you know. Gross, yeah, that would turn me off. But anyway. And then just a really nice, smiley, clean shot. Yeah. And then there's one more. Isn't there one with a friend? Yes, to or show that you must got... be holding a fish. Isn't that a thing? Men holding fish. <laughs> well, that sort of falls in line with outdoor activity. Okay. All That's right. showing like, look, at I'm, I've am i got passions outside of my job. Okay. I love to fish on weekends. I'm interesting. Exactly. <laughs> and then, yes, the fifth one is you with your mates to okay. show that, look, other people approve of me. <laughs> you should approve of me too. I've got friends. Yeah. So, and 
now that you see that, everyone does that. Okay. And it's calculated. This is what scares me about the apps. Mm. How honest is it? Of course it's not. It's a sales pitch. I know, but it's like how people put like uber filtered photos of themselves. It's like when people put uber filtered photos of themselves up and then when they meet you IRL, you're sure to disappoint. I've told you before, this is why I can't do the apps. I'm too photogenic. So sounds like a flex. It's not. I don't mean it that way. I just mean I'm an art director. I can take a gorgeous photo of myself, but then you're going to meet me and be like, oh, that was art directed. In that case, one day when we set you up a profile, let's put shit photos up of you. Like bad angles, not great lighting, zero filters. And if a guy slides in, more credit to them. Hashtag honest selfies. <laughs> Raw authentic. I don't know if I can do it. No, but imagine Rems if they fall in love. Like reverse catfish. Yes. But can you imagine when you turn up to that date? Oh, She's a smoke show. It's like, <laughs> holy shit. She's a 10 out of 10. I was quite content with her being a four. <laughs> four? <laughs> How bad are these photos going to be? I feel like I could I could cobble together to be a strong seven on a good day. <laughs> The, the point is, is you set the bar low. 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 How low can you go? Yes. Just like... Oh, I'm going to reverse just... art direct it. <laughs> do really shit lighting. I'm going to choose your outfit. It's going to be really blah. Bit shapeless. You know, just your hair a bit whatevs. No colour. Yes. Yeah. Imagine. And then I'll know they're really there for my personality. <laughs> yeah. you got to get your banter game on, though. i got to write some killer copy. Oh, my God. Writing your bio. Yeah. I reckon would be the toughest thing ever. Yeah. Because what do you say? I don't know. Do you know what's funny? My husband, back, <laughs> love sharing Tinder stories about my <laughs> husband. He honestly tells me too much about his past. Sometimes I'm like, don't want to know. Don't want to know. <laughs> but he was living in New York and his little blurb on his bio was just an Aussie boy lost in New York. Cute. So vom. Anything that's juster is just terrible. Yeah. <laughs> just a manly girl living her best life. <laughs> no. I mean, it's, I don't have anything interesting like that. Like just an Aussie girl living in Australia. <laughs> Do you declare the fact that you have kids? See, this yes. is what I wonder. Yes. You would want to know if you were searching through files of men yeah if they were a dad like you'd want i don't think i want to date anyone who doesn't have kids oh really what really yeah because why well if i don't want to date anyone young oh don't i (laughs) (laughs) if you're my age if you're mid 30s plus why don't you have kids yet what went wrong (laughs) that you didn't do what the rest of us basic bitches did and shackled up and got kids maybe they were in a shitty situation and they had always planned to have kids with someone and then their marriage fell apart and they didn't get a chance to do that yes that's a fair point yeah i don't know i just feel like how could you vibe with someone when you're a parent if they're not a parent it feels like challenges how will they get where i'm at in life yeah, but everything, if they don't have kids, everything's you know? a challenge even if they have kids. Because yeah, then you're suddenly course. coordinating two households with yes. all these different schedules and their ex-partners. Yeah. Like, it's messy. No, it's no, messy. No matter At, what, yeah. it's messy. Yes. At this stage in life, it's just like, hi, here I am with my bad selfies and my epic baggage. <laughs> Let me just get my baggage and plop it on the table. So you're saying you're looking for someone with equal baggage equal. so that they get to you. Yes. I'm looking for matching baggage. Yeah. Matching trauma, matching baggage step right up (laughs) anyway back to my mum yes 
No. Let's take the spotlight off of me and onto beautiful Jenny. She's got no baggage. She's a free agent. Everything in her life is nice and breezy, all sorted. As you would hope by that age. Yeah. She's she's just living life, loving loving being Jan. Good on you, Jan. So if you want no baggage, give my mum a call. So I've heard on the down low. Yeah. From two sources now that November is going to be bananas for us all, astrology-wise. Oh. I know. So... Anna Paula Boyd, who you know is my personal mystic, yep. <laughs> who I'm a, a psychic who I've become friends with, who I follow closely, she said November is going to be fucking bananas for everyone. On a, she said, quote unquote, on a global scale and on a personal scale. What? Now? I know. And I was like, no, no, no. Anna, I don't want to hear this. I can't know this. No one needs to hear no this, one needs this, No one needs this. But then I was in the office yesterday and the person who does the astrology for our blog emailed and normally she just emails and says like, here you go. Here's the copy. But she was like, um, okay, so November's going to be awful, but I've tried to be as supportive as possible in the, in the writing of the stars. And we're all like, what? Anyway, apparently it's going to be like a big month to expose secrets. It's a real like the truth will out situation. Hectic. It's hectic. And I don't like it, Gemma. But I, don't what want, does it, I don't want it. What does it serve you, though, knowing that? That just brace. makes you anxious. <laughs> brace yeah. position. Yeah, but imagine not bra- not knowing you wouldn't even have to brace. You just go about your life and then you fall down a pothole <laughs> when it happens. You're just going about your life and then you're caught under a boulder. <laughs> yeah, I'd almost prefer that than going, where's the boulder? Where's the boulder? Is it coming? Is that it? What's that? You know, like that is exhausting. <laughs> so you don't like stars? Do you, like, do you read your stars? I love star signs in the sense that I just find it cool that we can align ourselves to something, you know, like being a Sagittarius or whatever. Like, I, Are you a classic Sag? I am a textbook Sag, okay. I would say. Yeah. But then I'll I tell you why I'm slightly sceptical okay. of star signs. We've got a girlfriend who we went to school with. She and I share the same birth date. And not only do we share the same birth date, but I was born in Thailand. She was born in the UK. And we're almost born at, I think, within the same hour or something. Oh, wow. We worked out. So we couldn't be more bang on in terms of shared star sign. Planet alignment when you were born. Yes. Yes. Yet she and I could not be more different. (laughs) You couldn't be more different. We're quite different. And our lives have led us in very different directions. I adore her to bits, but we just, I, I can't see how one description of Sagittarius or even those books where it's specific to the date within the Sagittarian zodiac sign where I feel like it's applicable to both of us. Yeah. I feel like you can definitely take whatever someone says and apply it to whatever's going on in your life in that moment. But I don't know. It's, it's for me, it all comes down to if you're in a chapter of searching. Yeah. Then it can be guidance. Then all of these things can be comfort seeking yeah. things or yeah, guidance or they are tool to self soothe in a yeah, way. It's yeah. that I don't know what direction I'm going in life at the moment. And I've been there. If I think back to 2014, I was a lost fucking soul and I sought out mm. all of those mm-hmm. things. And I'm, I'm not discredited crediting them or um, devaluing psychic mediums or life coaches for that matter. Anyone in that space, there's a place for it because there are people who are lost 
who need help. And I've been there and I got such value mm. out of those. I would feel good. Like yeah. I joined a goddess circle oh once. God. Yeah. Did you? Yeah, I did. Because I was searching. Yeah. You know, I was at a point in my life, I was at a crossroad. It scared me that I felt directionless. So I needed to anchor myself to something. And I found that being in a goddess circle with women and everyone sharing all their struggles was like therapy for me. Mm. But then a year later, I was out of the fog and I had clarity. So I no longer needed those services. And to be honest, since that year, I've not needed it. So when I read about astrology or have a session with a psychic medium or whatever, I can absorb it all from like a, oh, that's interesting, you know, perspective. Whereas I feel like for you, you latch on. (laughs) You attach yourself to bits of information. I wish you guys could see what Gem's doing with her body right now. She's basically creating a succubus with her hand and like going latch on and like squelching it onto a little bit of hope that's just hanging in the air in front of her. Well, if hope was a wall, Rebs is a gecko (laughs) attached to it. Just like clambering up and (laughs) holding on for dear life. And And I understand. Like, you're my bestie. I know you intimately and I've never seen you (laughs) so obsessed with readings of any kind to self-soothe at the moment. And I get get it. I just sit back and go, it's cool. I know where she's at. I know she needs this. I'm not going to judge it. The moon stuff though. I've never really been aware of like how these different moons call in different things and anxieties and feelings and calmness or whatever. Like everything I've been... For- <laughs> okay, I can't... <laughs> no, no, no. I, weirdly, I'm actually on board with the moon stuff. Yeah, like the moon cycle. I feel like my it impacts my kids. It absolutely is. Yeah. Like, I think the first time I was like, oh, this there's something to this yeah. was when my kids' sleep was so affected by the moon cycles. And then at some point my cycle itself sunk up with the full moon and I was like well that's cool and witchy is sunk up the right word probably not synced sunk I, I don't know but I'm into it synced sunk sunk well sunk you up. say stink so stunk something stunk sunk up yeah synced up you know what's always thrown me sorry tangent you know when you try and address and you're like oh it fits me well yeah when I want to go and talk about it in past tense like if I were to say to you oh I tried on this dress I want to say it fat me <laughs> instead of it fitted me I don't know fit fat I was bleeding by the moon yep <laughs> and then so now when I've been following these mystics and things and the moon omens and signs whatever and and then the next few weeks totally sync to what they say is going to happen in your personal life look at you I know I'm, I'm, I'm you're I'm a hook line and I'm sinker I'm fucking woo woo now you are woo woo babe but can I say one thing that will be an unpopular opinion to you <laughs> Definitely is I don't even know if there's any value in me telling you this, but you only hear the bits you want to hear. Oh, I know. You do. I know. And that's okay. I know. You know what? Cling on to those bits. <laughs> but isn't the idea that you there's multiple paths and you choose the path? Or is that just like a way of You can keep justifying it to yourself however you want. I can't want, my talk love. to you about it's this. Fine. It's I'm fine. gonna call my woo-woo friends after this and get really into it. Go for it, babe. <laughs> Go for it. There's a pot for every lid and I'm not the pot for your lid on this. Not where we're right now. Not right now. I remember a time when you loved an inspirational quote, like no one else in town. And now you're like, I need no inspiration. Life is sorted. Excuse me. I still froth on quotes. The difference is, is that I no longer share them on Instagram with an essay about how it applies to me. 
because 2014 was my year of inspirational. I had an inspirational quotes folder on my phone and I would update my screensaver every week to a new one just to get me through the week. Just keep you going. And you know what? It worked for me then. So I'm not going to shit on anyone who's in that season of life. But right now, yeah, take or leave a quote. To be honest, I still love a quote. (laughs) But they're very much business motivational ones <laughs> as opposed to life quotes. Just to show where you're at right now. <laughs> hit me with your nut spun. Oh, you always go so high. I Come on, hit me with your nut spun. Why? What no. key would you put it in? Hit me with your nut spun. Oh, yeah, sexy. Why don't you hit, hit me, me with, with your nut spun? How did you do that? What? How did you get us back to this version of not? I, mean, I want a dizzy rascal, and you're like, nah, we need hit me with your nut spun. Babe, and you won. It's called a catchy hook. <laughs> you think there's something sponsored, but this is not, not sponsored. Like, it's <laughs> just what I First pitched. of all, it's monotone, it's not catchy. Fair enough, fair enough. But well, you did hit it. Hit me with your nut spun. What? Hit me with your nut spun. What have you got for me? My nut spun's a bit bougie this week. Ooh, yes. It's a bit bougie, but treat yourself. Do you know the brand Shona Joy? Yeah, I love Shona Joy. She does like bridesmaids dresses, kind of like semi-formal dresses, that kind of thing, like silky stuff. So they're doing pajamas. Ooh, they've branched out. Oh my God. And they're lush. Why didn't they do this last year when everyone was at home? Can't tell you their business strategy. (laughs) All I can tell you is they have really cute shorty sets or singlets or little nighties or long pants. Button up? Button up, slip on, whatever. There's like lots of different versions. They're just gorgeous. Beautiful to sleep in if you want to treat yourself. They are a bit bougie. Give me the price point. I think they're like, you know, between 90 and 120 bucks. Okay. As you say, you spend all your time in bed. Oh, I'm all for it. You spend half your life sleeping, or so you should. As parents, we don't really. But when you're in bed, feel bougie and sexy in your silky jammies. Love that. Shona Joy. Shona Joy. Hit me with your not spawn. All right, girlfriend. In the lead up to Christmas, I feel like Chrissy gift ideas are much needed during this time of year. For kids. Yes. Good one. Beautiful brand, Il Piccolo Dolce. I think their Instagram is Il Piccolo underscore Dolce. We'll put it in our notes. The most beautiful collection of children's instruments I've ever seen. Beautiful. Not recorders. No recorder. (laughs) Okay, Not a recorder in sight. Thank God. No kazoos. No kazoos. Great. All timbers. No drum kits. There is, there, oh, well. Tambo? Is a tambourine. And That's if they, fine. If they take the mallet from the xylophone, then technically it is a drum. Just as long as it's not a drum kit with the cymbal. It's just so beautiful. Oh, yeah. So for Rafa's first birthday, we bought her musical instrument set. It was muted in tone, but it was still very colourful. But these are stunning. Yes. They're timber and it's got the full range and variety and they come in this cute little sack to store them in and you can get your kids' names on the sack. Oh, cute. They won't mess up the aesthetics of your home. It's gem approved on the life palette front. Il Piccolo Dolce, check it out, would be a wonderful Christmas present for your little one. delicious too. Highly recommend. Well, it's great to be back. Sorry about the one-week hiatus, DLs. We love you. We just couldn't. We just couldn't. We couldn't squeeze it in because the thing is, there's recording an episode and then there's the edit, and that's why we did a live because then there's no editing afterwards. Thanks for loving the live, too. We we loved it. Absolutely adored it. Thanks for sitting and having dinner with us. 
We had a really great time. We'll do some more of that with you. And for our UK DLs who slid in saying, it's, I, please save it. We've saved it. It's, it's on, on our, our grid. Instagram. Go and check it out if you just want to hang out with us in an completely unedited way. I'd say aggressively unedited. Aggressively unedited. But it's a bit silly. It's a lot of fun. If you want to watch us eat pasta into a camera, you know, head on over. <laughs> also, this, we didn't plan this, but there's a lot of chat going on in the Facebook group at the moment. Oh, my God. I love the Some Facebook Some very group. good, funny, interesting conversations. So if you want to jump on in there, we're having, we've got a lot going on in there too. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Our DLs in the Facebook group are funnier than we are. Way funnier. What is the Facebook page name? Uh, It's facebook.com slash groups slash we don't have time for this. Booyah. See you in there. See you there. Bye, guys. Cue the outro. One of these days we'll have an outro to our podcast.